This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. The Buck Sexton Show. You are entering the Blaze Threat Ops Center. This is a secure space. All outside comms are down. Prepare to receive the Buck Brief. Matt McKinnis is on the line. He is a fellow at the American Enterprise Institute where he focuses on Iran and issues in the Persian Gulf. Matt, great to have you. Thanks for joining the show. Ah, thanks for having me. Great to be here. Uh, so let's talk a bit about uh, the Iran deal going forward. What do you think Trump is going to do with this thing? What 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 do you think Trump will do? And then we can talk about what you, what should he do. Well, I, I I think the the main thing that he wants to do when he gets into office is is take a hard look uh, at what's really going on with the deal. Uh, I think, frankly, he needs a, a really a good intelligence brief on it. Uh, see what what the Iranians are, have been up to, uh, you know, since since the deal was signed. Uh, and and I think he's going to take uh, you know figure out you know how he wants to really ratchet up the pressure on the Iranians. I I, I really doubt he's going to to uh, to rip up the deal the first day. Uh, I think all all the signs are pointing to rather how do we potentially renegotiate this deal? How do we use the uh, existing structure of the deal to put the screws to the Iranians to keep, you know, hold their feet to the fire on the deal? What are the biggest, Uh, for you, what are the biggest failures that are, that are in this deal, Matt? But it, 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 I think everyone agrees that the, the, the big problems with it uh, are we, we can't go to their military sites to do inspections, which is where if they're doing any type of nuclear weapons research, that's where it's happening. Um, and we're not allowed to go there. Uh, and so if they're doing any covert activities, uh, it's going to be almost impossible for us to know that's happening. Uh, the other part of it is, is the sunset clause, that you know this deal is only going to last for you know 10 to 15 years. Um, and once that's done, uh, it's going to be really difficult to keep them from being able to dash to a nuclear weapon uh, in about a month or two uh, if they want to do that. In fact, not just a nuclear weapon, but perhaps an entire arsenal if they wanted to. So I think finding a cap at the end of the deal, uh, getting a better cap, uh, and, and frankly getting better access to those military sites, those are the big issues. What is Iran's game plan? What are they trying to do uh, from a from a military and national security perspective? What are they trying to accomplish in the first couple of years, let's say, of a Trump administration? How are they going to use force and use their proxies across the Middle East? Well, the, the Iranians are actually finally looking at, uh, you know, after a long slog in Iraq and Syria uh, with their proxies and, 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 you know, competing with, you know, Saudi Arabia, uh, battling ISIS in Iraq and other places that they're they're looking at some form of victory uh, where they're going to have influence, uh, you know, stretching all the way from Lebanon through Syria and Iraq, uh, you know, down into the Arabian Peninsula. You know, they're they're seeing 
a, a chance to really have that dominant role in the Middle East that they have wanted for a very, very long time. Uh, and I think they're going to want to see if Trump uh, is going to challenge that. Uh, and I think that's what they're they're going to test uh, and and see. And they're being backed by you know by the Russians now uh, in their in their play. And, and I think that it's you know does does Trump want to contest that? Uh, is he going to let you know continue to let that process happen? Uh, those are you know are we going to work with our allies in Israel uh, and elsewhere in the region uh, uh, to you know to prevent that? I I don't know. These are the big questions for the administration. But how would the administration? How should the administration go about that? Let's assume General Mattis gets confirmed as Secretary of Defense. You've got Trump, Mattis, uh, National Security Advisor, Flynn, Secretary of State, still TBD. We'll find out next week. Uh, but h- how should they be trying to counter uh, counteract Iranian, uh, you know, detrimental Iranian intentions in and around the Persian Gulf area, the broader Middle East? Well, I think, you know, we certainly should be, uh, you know, supporting our allies there in, in, in the region. I mean, that's, that's the, certainly the first step. Uh, I, I think we, we, we need to continue uh, our efforts uh, at, at countering uh, Iran's, you know, support for terrorism and, and, and support to proxy groups. I, I think that there's a lot of, that we can be doing more uh, on sanctions, uh, counterterrorism operations against the Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps uh, and uh, and, and, and as well as trying to counter their efforts at building their ballistic missile force uh, that threatens our allies there in the region. There's a, there's a lot that uh, we can't necessarily wipe all the, that capability out. I mean, that, that may be too tough of a task, but I think there's a lot we can do to roll back and to contain Iran uh, there in the region. And I think Trump needs to put that uh, pretty high on his agenda. What about building up the Saudis even more militarily as a, a sort of counterbalance to Iranian intentions? That seems like a, it's something we've been doing. Um, is is that a is that a policy that you think we may come to regret one day, not too far from now, or do you think that's the only policy that we could put in place? Well, I, I certainly think you know ensuring that the the Saudis um, are are strong and stable is you know is a is a is a rational policy all the way around. Uh, I mean, certainly there there are a lot of things that the Saudis uh, do that are problematic for us. Uh, that uh, you know are, are a different set of issues that need to be discussed. But I, I I think the Saudis are part of that. The Emiratis are part of that counterweight uh, to Iran. Certainly, you know, uh, staying close, you know, with our friends and the Israelis, um, as well as other uh, allies there in the region. Um, you know, but the main thing is I think you know we need to be Looking at you know what is Iran doing that is is fundamentally destabilizing the entire region, uh, and and what we need to be doing not just with our allies there, but there's a broader international community that you know should be we need to be working with to make sure that Iran what Iran is trying to do in building these proxy groups uh, and and fueling sectarian wars there in the region, which then create crisis for everybody. Um, what we can do to stem that, I think, is something that everyone should be concerned about. Iran has a strong hand right now in Iraq, in Syria, in Lebanon. Uh, Those don't seem to be places where we particularly have the leverage to use to push back against what are Iranian ground deployments in some cases. So wouldn't there have to be a pretty dramatic shift in U.S. policy towards dealing with the Iranians if we were to really try to confront that head on? We can talk about economic sanctions. We can talk about uh, you know, sort of diplomatic uh, diplomatic responses, 
But if the response is going to be military, not necessarily, you know, going sort of guns blazing, but if there's going to be some sort of a military counterbalance to these Iranian forces, well, I mean, where would it come from and who, who can we count on? No. Well, no, I, I said I think that there is a broader international uh, community for this, in the, certainly with our, our European allies and our allies there in the region. Um, you know, I, I think, frankly, that there's roles for everything from our special forces uh, in this, you know, to be able to, uh, you know, potentially uh, counter some of the activities of the, the Revolutionary Guard Corps uh, and, and, the, and the Quds Force from Iran, um, and, you know, that it, it, as well as, frankly, you know, being able to help interdict some of the, you know, the ship weapon shipments that Iran does in the region, that, that's a critical part of this. Um, you know, so I, I think that there are ways to disrupt and roll back what Iran does, um, and, you know, as well as, frankly, you know, being able to demonstrate that, that the U.S. You know, is going to continue uh, being an effective deterrent uh, for what Iran, Iran's uh, efforts to expand its military as well as you know, ideological and, and political power in the region. Uh, I think these are all things that can be done without necessarily going into a full-bore uh, military conflict with, with Tehran. Matt McKinnis is a fellow at the American Enterprise Institute. You can read his latest at AEI.org. And uh, Matt, we really appreciate you joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645.